0: Turn off the cruise control. It's time to press forward. Hello, 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 overcomers. Welcome to A Divine Healing Journey, the podcast with two sisters on a journey, Tina Hightower Garrett and Wanda Mitchell Parenti. Welcome to episode number nine. I am enough and today we have with us the beautiful Mrs. Shervon Wright you all are in for another wonderful treat so sit back and put your seatbelts on as we get ready to ride today's gonna be smooth selling today's devotional comes from the a divine healing journey devotional and prayer journal it's week 16 page 68 i am enough first john three and one says see what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of god and that is what we are The reason the world does not know us is that it does not know him. Do you sometimes struggle with inadequacies by thinking you are not enough for your family, job, church, or friends? Some of this stems from living in a competitive world. Social media plays a big role. People are craving for likes and comments on Facebook and Instagram. Do you wonder or doubt that you are enough? If you feel this way, you are not alone with these feelings of insecurities. We are always seeking more. We are not satisfied with our accomplishments. We want more and more. The scripture says that we should be called children of God. Isn't this enough? Moses questioned God about being good enough. Read carefully how God responded in these two verses. Moses argued with God, revealing his insecurity. Who am I that I should go? He asked. God responded. I will be with you and promise to bring you to worship on this mountain. Exodus three eleven through 12. What if they do not believe me or listen to me? God demonstrated he would use miracles and signs to show proof. Does this sound familiar? I know I have questioned and asked him, who me? And he answered, yes, you. Sometimes we're waiting to feel comfortable, but guess what? We are usually going to feel uncomfortable. I love how God told Moses, that he would be with him when he questioned being good enough. The same God that assured Moses that he would be good enough is the same God that is telling you that you are good enough. The next time you question yourself about being good enough, remember that you are more than enough. God is with you.
1: Thank you for that. That is awesome. That is a good segue into introducing our wonderful guest, Siobhan Wright. Siobhan, we just have to say again, we're just so happy that you're here with us, that you're joining us. And we just can't wait to hear how you're going to express the download from what God is going to tell you and how you're going to reach our listeners. Before we get started, we're going to first uh, let people kind of know who you are, kind of give them a little background on who you are. And I'm going to just read a bit, and there's more to it than this, because as I received your bio, I'm thinking she left out some stuff. But uh, anyway, I'm going to read what you gave me, and I might add a few things to it. <laughs> but we're going to get started. Siobhan is a five-time published best-selling author, motivational speaker, Life coach, the founder and CEO of Confidence Without Regret, the Butterfly Experience, and founder of CEO of La Bosspreneur Marketing and Publishing LLC. She has been a guest on several radio shows, including ninety-seven point five FM Full Circle with Miss Wanda, to promote and discuss her journey and books. She is a contributing content writer for Own It, Digital Magazine, and Sister's Place. Siobhan's greatest passion is to help other women discover who they are and how to achieve all their dreams and goals. She helps women business owners and entrepreneurs with social media and business strategies to get a clear vision on how to attract their ideal client. Siobhan has a lot of little ways. She gave us ways that we can contact her, but we're going to do that in the end and let her do that. Once again, we welcome you, Siobhan, to our podcast, A Divine Healing Journey. Let Jesus be your guide. And I know you are going to just inspire our listeners and just remind them that they are enough.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, having me. Can you hear me okay?
1: hear you just fine.
2: Oh, great. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. And as you were reading my bio, my gosh, it it just blesses me because I know the journey of that bio. And to hear it back, you know, it's, some people have a hard time like writing their bio, because they don't, they don't want to feel like they're bragging, you know, but if you really think about it, it's, it's a gift back to God, you know, it's a gift back to God because you're, you're just kind of talking about like what God brought you through because you couldn't have done I couldn't have done any of that without God. And wow. So yeah, just listening to, to, to the way you read it out was amazing. So thank you so much for having me. And um, I'm excited to just have our discussion today.
1: Thank you so much, um, Siobhan, for that reminder, uh, because sometimes it's really hard when when we hear things about ourselves and you go, oh, wow, that's me. That's what God has brought me through. And you're so true. We're so humble and we don't want to appear to be boastful and and, you know, say all these things about ourselves. It's hard. It's easier to encourage someone else. But it's kind of hard to say those things about ourselves. Yes. So thank you for, for, for mentioning that. And you know what? And I'm going to say this, too, because I kind of was sneaking around your profile, like your Facebook, <laughs> and I stumbled upon something five years ago. And you were saying, and I don't know if you're speaking of where it was just so, so timely. And it was an I am. It was mm-hmm. an I am. You had all these I ams. But it was basically giving gratitude to God who you were. That was the I am. And that was five years ago. So reflect wow. back on that one. Yeah, I I was like, oh, this is this I, is just. I from- think
2: I know it's it's a. Yeah, I remember that graphic actually. I need and you to- had
1: the sheets of paper. Yes. But you gave
2: him the glory. You said, yeah. "I am who I
1: am," basically because of him. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, and and what I'd like to just start to kick this thing off. Was there a time in your life? we didn't, you didn't feel like you were enough?
2: Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes, for a very long time in my life. Um, All of my childhood, as far back as I can remember, um, probably seven. Um, I have a vivid memory of, and it's in my book about being left alone at five. So I can remember things as far back as five. Um, And so I think my entire, no, I know my entire life, I never felt good enough. I always felt, I always felt not good enough, but oddly enough, internally, I knew that my life would be better somehow, but I just didn't know how, you know, I knew that my life was the way it was and it was what it was, but I knew it would be different. And I, but I just never knew how, and I always felt this to me, it was odd at the time, like a protection, um, against everything that I had experienced. Um, so because of my life experiences throughout my life, I never felt good enough. Um, you know, in church, I never fit in because I, you know, I didn't have a lot growing up. So I never fit in the quote unquote in club at church. I didn't fit in at school because I was shy and I moved around a lot, so I never fit in. I never fit in and I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, And so I tried to fit in with men and that was not a great thing. But to answer your question, I, for most of my life, I didn't feel like I fit in. Wow, wow.
0: Siobhan, you said that you could remember all the way back at five. Mm-hmm. And, um, can you tell us a little bit about what was that first thing that you could remember that you feel caused you to, or that you felt caused you to feel like you weren't good enough?
2: Ooh, every time I think about this particular memory, I get this little queasy kind of pang in my stomach. And I'm not really sure why, maybe just because it's so painful and I can remember it so vividly. Um, I was five years old and I was in my grandmother's home. It was a Victorian. And I was in the the doorway, like with the front door. And it was like this big area where you just kind of foyer, I guess that's what you call it. Mm-hmm. And um, for whatever reason, I was left there. And I just remember crying and it was big. You know, at five years old, everything is big, right? It was dark. And it was dark. I just remember it being dark. And I don't remember anybody being around me. And I just stood there and cried. And I remember being very fearful um, and lonely and scared. And I think, well, for me, I feel like that moment in time changed my DNA and just everything about me because I grew up very fearful, very insecure. I never liked being alone. And I didn't know why I was so like clingy and didn't like to be alone. And I was so afraid of life in general, you know? And I didn't like to do things. I didn't like to experiment. I was just kind of a very passive person. And after I started healing, that memory came back. Hmm. And so that is what I believe really changed who I was that one thing, you know, and a lot of times we talk about, you know, kids can't remember or, you know, they'll get over that. You know, you have to watch what you say, but you know, there could be one time in a child's life. Like for me, even though I didn't remember it, it changed my life and it changed who I was as a person for a very long time.
0: Right. I can definitely relate to that and how, from those humble beginnings, right? From a child, that mm-hmm. that trauma. And mm-hmm. f- from, for others, you know, something like that may not seem so traumatic, but it we're all individuals and things affect us all differently, right? Yes, yes,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what I love? Um, that gave you, even though, and I agree with what both of you are saying, because um, I've experienced something too when I was young, it was traumatic. Not like, and you don't even really understand the whole trauma behind it, but right. you know it was traumatic, right? But it was it was that defining, like you said, it changed your DNA. But we took that, and you're taking that, and now you're helping heal other women with yeah. that. And now you have more receptors, and mm-hmm. you can probably identify a little better also mm-hmm. that trauma. because you've gone through it. And so we've taken, and this is one of our favorite things. It's turning pain into purpose, right? So you can encourage someone who feels they don't feel as though they're good enough. You can encourage them by thinking and going back to that moment. But like you said, we do tend to put that memory behind us. But when you said during your healing, the memory came back. That's pretty profound right there, right? During your healing,
2: Mm-hmm. so
1: there's something to be said about healing uh, can i you know, just
2: say something i know sure. I, I mentioned dna and i could see wanda's face go hmm mm-hmm. and and, <laughs> and listeners she has some expressions you can't
1: see them but we can
2: and and so <laughs> it's that's something new that i learned um i'm not you know just uh, to our listeners i'm not diagnosing anyone that has trauma and saying that But it has been proven that trauma can change your DNA Um, and the way your whole makeup is and all the neurons in your body, you know, depending on how traumatic it is. So I truly believe now, like, you know, like I said, now that I've gone through my healing and um, I know that it, it changed me. It's just, it changed me for sure.
0: Actually, I was just listening to, I listened to so many people. <laughs> yes. And she says one to me. This week. <laughs> Sorry, I'm and like that too. About,
1: She'll say, know, yeah, did you hear that
0: one? I love it. We're talking about exactly what you're saying, how trauma can affect, change your yes. your DNA. And I mm-hmm. believe that though. I believe yes. that. Yes. So let's get into the healing because yes. you talk about That's that. what we're about yeah what when did that start for you because you also talk about the fact that you know one thing led to many other things right that's that one day in the foyer in the dark um by yourself led to some other things right yes let's talk about at what point did you think Cause you mentioned that you knew that it was going to get better there. There was something better than what you were, what you were living out. Um, at what point did you say, I, I need healing. I want to be healed. And what were some of the steps you took towards that healing?
2: Well, you know, there's so much that happened in between that five-year-old little girl and my adult life. Right. And so God always gave me a, like a compass to heal. Like he, he, I was always hanging on to heal. Like no matter what I was going through, I knew that I could be better. Um, and I wanted to always be better and heal. And, and then when I had children, that is what really changed me to want to do whatever it took to be better for my children. So that I could change and and stop the generational curse mm-hmm. of all the trauma that I had gone through. So it started with me wanting not it's it continued with me wanting to be better for my kids. It started with me wanting to be better. And then once I had children, it was like I need to be better for my kids. Um, but that was a struggle because every time I felt like I was healing, I would kind of get not backwards. And then I go forwards and then I go backwards. And then I got to a place where I was exhausted of doing that dance and said enough was enough. And so my journey actually kind of started to get to that place where it was enough was enough actually at work. Um, And I got tired of being the, the quiet mouse in the meetings and didn't say anything. And tired of not sticking up for myself and tired of beating myself for not sticking up for myself. And so um, that's how it started. And then also my rededication back to the Lord in combination of both of those things. Um, And just being tired of being tired, you have to get to that place because no matter how many times people tell you you're wonderful, you can do this. You can get over this no matter how many times you read the scriptures. If you don't believe the word, if you don't believe thats right in yourself, it is just not going to happen. And I was tired of just reading about what I could do and not really doing what I should do to get better. And that's the journey that made me, you know, just want to just say, OK, I'm just going to do it no matter what. No matter what it takes, I have to get better. So you got sick and tired of being sick and tired, I,
1: right? It's like, right at the point, you know, I'm yeah, like, oh. it's and, yeah, it's yeah, exhausting. Yeah, absolutely. And I love it. And you know, it's amazing how God will, t- he'll get our attention one way or the other. Okay. She's sick and tired of being sick and tired. Here I am. But then you also went, went to him. And do you think that that helped you a lot too? When, because I love the, the title of your book, uh, Confidence Without Regret. The butterfly experience mm-hmm. and um did that kind of all tie in together and how did you choose this awesome title?
2: Oh I mean, I'm so glad you asked me that. I
1: knew you would because it's that butterfly coming out of that could <laughs> <That cocoon>. yeah. <laughs> go
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah so when did you break free? How what was oh. it that just made you break free? Went so through all goodness. that what made you really just break free?
2: yeah this
1: author you're writing to help other women not experience or even if they've experienced it talk to them in terms of how you went from that five-year-old girl in the foyer scared to writing and helping other women uh believe in themselves confidence without regret the butterfly experience and we all know and i know you're going to say it better than i can Butterfly is not cute at first. It's just ugly caterpillar cocoon thing. And mm-hmm. then it does through metaphor meta, metaphoris, right? It just turns into this beautiful uh being and that's who you've turned
2: into. But tell us, you know, how
1: did you get to that
2: point? Well, you know, let me back up a little bit and say that I've always been a giver, a nurturer, and encourager, um, loved and still do love m- women's ministry, love supporting women and helping women. So I've always been that person, but it was always because of my insecurities. I could never find, like I never felt like I found my place. and um, But I still showed up and I still tried. Um, and so, like I was saying before, it kind of started at work, The the snowball of change. Because I was in a meeting with a counselor who helped employees at the job, kind of with work development and all that. And one of our meetings, she asked me, well, how do you think other people see you? And I said, oh, confident and reliable and funny and dependable and supportive, all these amazing things. But then when she turned around and asked me, well, how do you see yourself? And I had to pause. And I didn't feel comfortable saying those things that I had just mentioned about how other people see me. And she asked me why and we had a discussion. And then she turned around and she said, you know, Siobhan, you really just need to be confident without regret. And she wrote on the board and it literally took my breath away. Wow. And I cried. Because in that moment, I don't know, it was was a God thing because it was like the light bulb went on. It was not just the words, but it was more like, I'm okay with who I am, how I am, where I am. I just need to be confident and don't regret my journey is what I heard in my head and my spirit. And so I left her office that day and wrote down confidence without regret on a piece of paper because I knew in that moment that my life was changed. I just didn't know how I was going to change, and I wanted to write it down so I wouldn't forget. And fast forward seven years, because God gave me that seven years ago in twenty. 20- That's
1: profound.
2: <laughs> six years ago. Six years ago. Sorry, six years ago uh-huh. in twenty sixteen. No, twenty fifteen. So it has been seven years. So he gave it to me and I wrote it down. And in between those seven years, you know, I had the growth. I did a brunch. I did a conference with Confidence Without Regret. And then um, I still knew that there was more to Confidence Without Regret. I still didn't know why. Never thought about it being a book. Never. Never. And then I went through an experience of my alopecia diagnosis. But before I accepted that, I had a dream about a butterfly, a beautiful butterfly on my back. I know this is, sounds really strange. It wasn't weird or scary. It was just this beautiful, very, very colorful butterfly. And I thought, wow, that's really strange. I had a dream about a butterfly and it wasn't weird or scary or any, you know, kind of weird mm-hmm. thing. Um and then three days later, I'm taking my hair down and my hair is just coming out. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And then I just got the clippers and just shaved my head right there. Wow. And I wasn't diagnosed at that time with alopecia. I just thought stress, COVID. All right, whatever. I'm just going to shave my head. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I felt the most beautiful I had ever felt in my entire life. I wasn't afraid, I wasn't embarrassed. I thought, you know what I think I like this. <laughs> I love it and I posted it on social media and my social media pages went crazy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I thought, oh my gosh, I what is it about me being bald? it okay, I'm, I'm bald what what's the big deal? but I was getting such warm feedback like you're beautiful and oh my God, I wish I could be as brave as you and yeah I'm you know, men were saying, they weren't coming on to me at all. They were just saying, I wish my wife would do that. And she was, she's beautiful, just like you are, you know, so many just beautiful things. And so I thought, wow, maybe this, no, not maybe. So after a couple months, because I couldn't understand like what I was feeling and how and why I was so okay with myself and after, you know, I sat with you for a couple months, God just really spoke to me and said, "This is it. This is the climax climax of the confidence without regret. This is where I wanted you to be. I wanted you to be totally exposed and you can't be, you can't hide behind hair. You can't hide behind anything. I'm exposing you. And then I was like, okay, And so when I started thinking about how I could really share my story, because I believe that God wasn't ready for me to share my story because I hadn't really got there to the place where I was okay with really just sharing everything. And so I put confidence without regret and the butterfly experiences because the butterfly was part of my dream, which helped me kind of come over the edge of like really coming out of the cocoon of who I was and totally accepting everything about myself. And so that's how the book came about, Confidence Without Regret, The Butterfly Experience, Overcoming Low Self-Esteem to Walking Into Your Purpose. And so in my book, I share like raw, like everything. You know, I had to really stop myself from just like, regurgitating everything and keep it it, it all out right (laughs) and keep it focused but I really wanted other women to see how I transformed and what experiences I went through to get to where I am because a lot of people see me on social media and they're like oh my god you're so confident and, and you're so amazing and inspirational and this and that and those things are great But I wanted other women to see where I came from, like how I got here because there's so many other women I know experienced some of the things that I experienced, feeling alone and not supported and not loved and and not supported by other women and not feeling comfortable or beautiful in the presence of other women Mm -hmm. um, because... They weren't aware of their beauty and how it affected me and other people, making you you know feel small. So I'm very aware of myself when I'm around other women that I know that God intunes me to when they might be feeling a little bit uh, with low self esteem or not confident. God allows me to see that so that I can meet them where they are and not try to elevate myself with confidence and boldness or whatever to make them feel small. So God just transformed my spirit through the book, through the experiences so that I can help other women. Um, I know that was a long answer and I'm sorry. No, it's good.
1: It's good. It
2: makes sense. No,
0: it makes a lot of sense. Oh God, it was. I can actually, you know, I feel the
1: butterfly, right. And you see the butterfly where she's talking, you know, I'm an imaginary person. Imagine if I just, have a great imagination, and it was like as you were talking, I actually saw the butterfly. No, thank you, because that even one of our kind of a little selfish. It's not just about listeners. You thought it was all about you guys. It's all about us too, getting healing. <laughs> you know, every episode, and when we have someone come on and share like what you're sharing, we're just so blessed. Yeah, we, we just are. Thank you so much. And
0: so it sounds like a journey there. Yeah. You know you went from from the beginning from five from being five years old yes and having all of these experiences because of the trauma from five yes um, probably making all kinds of decisions Uh, (laughs) that would affect your future right from that Mm -hmm. one experience when you're five but you are you have this sense of knowing that there's something greater, there's something better. Your healing is out there and then you go for it and you get to that place, right? And I'm trying to paint the picture of the journey. Mm -hmm. You get to that place of healing. And that's when you discover confidence without regret. Yes. 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 And I, I have to tell you, I, I, you know, we're friends and I've followed you for a while on social mm-hmm. media. I would always wonder, what does that mean? Cause I'm a thinker, right? I wonder what that means. Um, and we never really talked about it, but you know, I love my sister Siobhan and I'm like, okay, well. It's, it's her, it's, it's her confidence with, without regret. And I'm sure that's a good thing. And then, um, so you go from there to, to the culmination mm-hmm. and probably not necessarily the culmination because healing, I believe is a lifestyle. This is mm-hmm. something that we walk through every single day Absolutely. when we choose yes. it. Right. Yes. But God gave you, he's he, your It's, it's a journey. It's been a divine healing yes, journey for true. you. Yes. And, and and now you're at a place in the journey where you can give back to other women and that's what you're gonna be doing through your book. And yay, I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. So I have to ask and I don't know as an author how I feel about asking you, because I'm thinking okay. how would I have felt if somebody had asked me to do that? I probably would have I probably would have shared. Can you share just a little bit about what's in that book?
2: Absolutely. Just a can little I-
1: sneak preview. Just a, a little sneak preview.
2: <laughs> can I read just a little bit of the introduction? Oh, come on. We would love that.
1: Yes, okay. we
2: would. I picked up the phone.
1: Um, and while you're looking for that, can I say this? What yes. I love is that you're saying that also listeners, she mm-hmm. shaved her head as a an experienced part of her journey. It wasn't because she saw Jada Pinkett or nope. someone else. It was something that she did that's personal. <laughs> and I love it. And, and, and it's meaningful. Not to undermine what Jada did, Because right? I don't know her story. But we do know our sister here, Siobhan, and yes. the purpose behind it. And from that healing, now you're helping, like Wanda said, helping heal others. And it's just, just phases of the journey. That was just yes. one of the phases that made you just transparent
2: and vulnerable. And I love how you shared it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank love you. How you shared that. So, so I'm going to read just a little bit of the introduction and you tell me when to pause and that's, that's okay. So no, you, you read no, until you, you read feel it. like until you, want until you oh, go okay. ahead. We're not going yeah. to. Okay. You, okay. So <laughs> here's, here's the introduction to confidence without regret butterfly experience. Have you struggled with low self-esteem and low confidence? Are you ready to live the life you deserve? Are you feeling stuck, ready to make the transformation into the life you want and leave behind everything that does not serve you? This book will change your life. It is a page turner that highlights my life, my healing, and my newfound confidence, I share how this newfound confidence propelled me into a brave new world where I am confident enough to share all aspects of myself with you in hopes that this can be an inspiration. I share my story, my life, and the tools that helped transform my life. You will be able to implement the tools provided in this book to help you transform your life. You will learn why it is important to be confident in the things you can do not to live in regret and how to walk in your purpose without fear and finally learn to be confident. As you read about my deeply ingrained fear and insecurities, you will see that that these are no longer problems for me. I have found a solution. Overcoming them by acting. Whether you are struggling with low self-esteem after past trauma, feeling trapped inside your head due to addiction or craving fulfilling relationships again after a divorce. This book offers practical steps to help you heal. I will take you on a journey that pushed me into into an entrepreneurial life. It is hard and, and emotional writing about these issues, but it is worth every moment of pain. I hope that through reading my stories Others can find their inner strength to overcome major challenges in their lives as well. This book is a journey of my darkest depth of self-development. Low self-esteem and fears plagued my life for years because of many contributing factors that fostered my negative thoughts. The first time I remember being um, very afraid, I was left home alone at five years old. I'm not sure why I can remember this incident like it was yesterday. I remember being left standing near the front door and I just stood there and cried, waiting for someone to show up. I remember it being dark, scary and lonely because the location seemed so big and it felt overwhelming. It makes me sad to think about the moment that changed my life forever. That incident sat dormant in my mind and was ingrained in my soul. However, I did not realize it until I began my healing process. I came to know why being alone was so scary. I would have to deal with my own thoughts and my own feelings, and I was not ready for that. It was a trait I hated about myself. It made me feel needy and insecure. It was even more frustrating because I was aware of it, but I could not do anything about it. I just didn't know what to do. Another incident that contributed to my neediness and insecurities was my grandfather dying when I was nine years old. This event changed me forever. He was my father figure. He was the man who nurtured me, loved me and made me feel secure in life. When he died, I knew my life would be different. I felt unprotected from the world. It's weird that I can remember those thoughts and feelings. It is incredibly sad because I not only predicted my future, but I manifested in some ways. I manifested a life of feeling unsafe and mistrusting of men. And I'm just going to leave it hanging right there. Leave that cliffhanger there. <laughs> just leave them hanging there. Oh, my goodness.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's definitely a cliffhanger. A yeah. What's a teaser.
1: That was <laughs> a teaser, guys. wasn't it? I'm like, ah, I like her. then she stops right there, right?
0: Can't you know? wait can't wait I, I for can't, this to drop
1: it's gonna drop and I love how you're helping women find their purpose and um can you touch up on the difference and I'm going to ask you this question mm-hmm. because people see you know like you said they see where you're at right now but there was a price there was a price to pay there's always a price to pay along that journey
2: yeah. but
1: can you touch up on the difference between um I, and I hope I'm saying this right too our God-given purpose, and mm. the purpose that the world places on us. We even, Wanda read that a bit in the devotional, you know, the likes on social media. Mm. People are pattering themselves behind what they see on social media, and then they're comparing themselves to that. And they're like, I'm not enough. I, I can't do what Siobhan's doing. Look at Tina and Wanda on the podcast, and they don't know whoa we're it was a nail biter for us too we didn't just go oh we're gonna do a podcast and you know so they don't see what it took what it's taking because we're still on a journey right I don't mm-hmm. think that journey ever leaves i just want to say that until we leave this earth until God yeah. takes us because we're on a journey forever we don't arrive but uh can you just kind of give those listeners though, that someone who's just sitting there saying but I'm not enough. I can't do it. I don't know my purpose and how the two should line up. You, you, you know, because there's different, if you're not lined up with God, let's just be honest, or, or your heart, because our heart condition is huge, right? Just being in the right position.
2: Um, how are you going to know your purpose? Well, that's a good one. So I believe, you know, and I thought about that when, when I saw the question, um, and I thought about it, I thought about it, I'm like, okay. So I believe that world-given purpose. Um, oh, sorry. Um, the world-given purpose, they put qualifications on it. Like you have to do this and you have to qualify for this. And if you don't meet this criteria, then you're not good enough. Or, you know, you have to have all these qualifications. I believe when it's God no matter what it is, when you are in tune with God, everything that you go through is for his purpose. And so when you're lined up, so I believe like for me, I know that it's a God-given purpose because my entire life was meant for this purpose. That's good. Right. Everything that I've gone through, everything that, um, he helped me through was for this purpose. And so I believe when you are in tune with God and you look back and you're aware of what he brought you through, then, you know, that it's a God purpose and it's a God driven thing. And you line up with scripture You know, um, if it's when it's lined up with scripture and your experience, Mm -hmm. those are God given things. And also, I believe that when God calls you for something, you might not have the qualifications according to man or the experience or whatever, but he's going to you have if he calls you for something, he's not going to call you if he doesn't think you're prepared. That's good. Right. So yeah. he prepares you for your purpose, even before you, I believe, before you walk it out. So, I mean, and it could be short windows of preparation. Mine was just real long. <laughs> <Mine was> long. <laughs> it's like, slow down. Right. But I believe that even though I felt like it was long, all the journeys along the way were still parts of the preparation. I just didn't feel prepared until now. And so... <laughs> you know, God, so that to answer your question, God's given purpose is his qualifications, not the world. And his qualifications sometimes can just be our experience and the walk with him and the word, and he will show us and direct us and guide us. And the other thing that I believe in order to know the difference, you have to be like aware of like the purpose, like, because your purpose could come to you, But the journey to get there could be long, like for me. But along the way, as you're lining up, you have to be aware, because God's going to give you things along the way to lead you to your purpose. And as long as you're on track, you'll get there. Sometimes you might veer off or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And then for the world's purpose, to me, it's not fulfilling. (laughs) You know, when they put a purpose on you, it's not fulfilling and it's exhausting and you know not to say that when you have a God-given purpose, sometimes you're not tired, but you still keep going because you know you're driven by God's grace and not that by that extra animals. power. Yeah, yeah, that, extra, <laughs> that power. extra power. So that that to me is the difference. It's God given, driven, directed. <laughs> yeah. And you're not always qualified for what you know he's called you to do, but if he thinks you're qualified. Then he's going to call you and, and lead you all the way to the end. I love that.
0: That's so good. Um, I will add, and typically it's uncomfortable.
1: You took the words out of my mouth.
0: We've been <laughs> doing that okay around too. That was the word I would. You took it. That's
2: right. Yes, um, it stretches you yeah. so oh, much uh, because you I, think because I, the qualification that he has you. You can't see me, audience, but you know the level is so high. Yeah, right? because it's mm-hmm. God. And or, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this, Lord. And he's like, uh, yes, you can. Just like he told Moses, right? Go get my people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, and what Moses, I, that's exactly and that's what you're going
0: to go to. I was totally going to go. Look at Moses. Uh-huh. He started equipping Moses the moment that Moses came into this world. He came that's into right. this world in a very uncomfortable um, uh-huh. situations under, you know, uncomfortable circumstances when he was in Egypt uncomfortable right That's right mm-hmm. so i mean what you went through from five to today i'm sure even today could be a little uncomfortable it's yeah, not always right? comfortable to get on a mic and start speaking to people even if they can't see you and i can definitely say like tina said for me and her right <laughs> you know, it was personally if you've if you guys have read my book you know that my, when God was equipping me, my story, uncomfortable, very uncomfortable, even as I speak, even as I sit in this seat. And you know, what's funny is I always hear, our pastor says, um, people always want, you know, living in that social media space, people always look and compare and go, oh my God, well, look what they're doing and look at, you know, I'm not doing, I'm not doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. look at them versus, me um but so they always want what they see other people have but they don't always necessarily want to do what other people do Mm -hmm. to get there you know what i mean and 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 that's true even me i i've sat in the seat of comparison i'm sure we all have right everyone has but then thinking about it you know you know i don't know what they had to go through to get where they are now, there. now I can imagine it because oh yeah, I know what I've been through, right? Right, uh,
1: yeah. but that does that take us back to, to much is given, much is required? Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. And you might, can I add one more thing about sure. confidence without regret? Yeah, as I'm as we're talking, I just want the audience to know, you know, as I journeyed and as as I developed my confidence and 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 grew. And learned it doesn't mean that confidence and fear doesn't try, or you know, my confidence issues are fear doesn't try to present itself,
1: right? right? It's good. always
2: going to present itself. That's good. And so, um, but I have the tools now, right? That's kind powerful. So, yeah. you know, anyone that's listening, I'm not perfect. So like you said, much is given, much is required. So as God continues to elevate me and I go to places where I'm uncomfortable, I'm like, okay, God, I'm my confidence is not, you know, because I've never been here, but I have the tools now. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? How do I need to focus? What do I need to pull on? And then I just go and I do it. And then once I get over that hurdle, then I go to the next one and the next one and the next one. So anybody that's feeling like, Oh, my God, these ladies are, you know, saying that once you, you're confident then that's it. No, it's it's a continual growing process and, and the tools that you need to, um, you know, go there and stay there is in the word and some of the tools will be in my book.
1: I love it. And we were gonna I was a question that I don't even have to ask you. And that was going to be what sets you apart from other coaches and mentors. You've made that pretty clear. <laughs> I can answer the question for you. Yours isn't worldly driven is God driven. Yeah, and you're not relying just on uh, what the world says or how the world orchestrates you, you you're working from a different sense of confidence And you're not comfortable always. And I love people and women and men and everyone who just shares that. And just honest about it, be real about it. You know, you're uncomfortable. That's when we know we're on the right page. Mm -hmm. Because now we're not just Uh, relying on our own abilities, right? We're not going into this igniting of power if it's just on ourselves. We're just going to crumble. But when you go, Lord, I need your help right now. Been there. Do it every time we get on the podcast. Lord, help, you know? And and, and I love it because we're we're humble, right? And that's when you can truly say, and God can say, I am enough. You can say, each listener, you are enough. You know, you are enough. And stop comparing yourself like, Wanda said it, you said it, and we're just kind of like all theming in the same area. Don't compare yourself to someone else. No. And just don't do it. And don't be afraid to feel uncomfortable. Now, if you're doing something illegal, uh, yeah, you need to feel uncomfortable. So we're not saying that. <laughs> but, you know, if you feel uncomfortable and you know it's, it's purpose-driven, gosh, you're going to make it through.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, before we get ready to go today... I'd like to take this time to thank our sponsor, Kissed by Malu. Love is in the hair products. Say goodbye to your dry, brittle hair. Kissed by Malu offers quality hair products with simple ingredients made with love. Add life to your hair with aloe that soothes the scalp. Herbs that promote growth and stimulates follicles. Avocado and coconut that softens and seals moisture. This handcrafted vegan hair product is made with all crowns in mind. Visit kissbymaloo.com on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok today. Thank you so much, Siobhan. Thank you for being here with us today. But thank you for your, your yes, your yes, not only to us, but I'm talking about your yes to God. Mm. Okay. You, 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 you knew that he was there and you knew that he had more for you Mm. and he showed you that he did. And he showed you that everything that you had gone through and will go through is far more greater than what you think. Yes. And thank you. When I say thank you for your yes, thank you for your yes to take that yes. and to lock arms with other women. Yes. And to come alongside them and say, I know where you are. I've been there. I know mm-hmm. what you're going through. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You are enough. God says you are are enough Not right enough. where you are right where you yes, are today right. yes. life is a journey yes. right and i love what you said you said don't regret your journey
1: that's that's huge
0: confidence yeah. without regret be confident in god and who god called you to be and don't regret the journey that's the best part of it right that's the best. Part. so so thank you Thank and you so much. We can't also wait until the book comes out. I know out. the
1: book. Well, we're going to have to definitely yeah. be all over
0: Confidence it. Confidence without, without regret,
1: regret. The Butterfly, the butterfly experience.
0: experience. I know
1: both of us together in unison. And also, um, Siobhan, if someone wanted to contact you, um, um, like can they contact you through email, social media? Yes. How can they contact you if they just want to just follow what's going on? And sure. they're like, I want that book or what's going on with Siobhan. I want to be included
2: because yes. I am enough. <laughs> uh, they can find me on Facebook. I'm Siobhan, S-H-U-R-V-O-N-E-W-R-I-G-H-T. I'm also on Instagram, author Siobhan, on LinkedIn. And they can also email me at info at Siobhan, S-H-U-R-V-O-N-E-W-R-I-G-H-T.com.
0: Perfect. And we cannot end this podcast of course without our prayer dear god when i question if i'm good enough please let me be reminded that you are with me i will also remember the love you have for me to be right by my side when i question if i'm good enough your word says i am good enough In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Destination, Destination, destiny. destiny.